Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. So blessed that you're joining us. Our guest today is a dynamic and entertaining gentleman that comes to us from Los Angeles, California. He's a communication skills expert, certified NLP trainer, a PhD clinical hypnotherapist, and a professional results coach. He's the author of the powerful books, Discovering NLP, Setting Goals, and Discovering Trance. Now, he's a volunteer for the Big Brothers and Sisters of America Association and Chrysalis, a homeless rehabilitation program, as well as a spokesman for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, praise God. He's coached and worked with companies such as the Learning Annex, Xerox, Mary Kay, City of Hope, WellPoint, Microsoft, Multiple Cirrhosis Society, the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, and works regularly with the Teamster Union as well. And, and just a few months after 9-11 happened, he was the head trainer teaching lie detection skills to the U.S. Army counterintelligence team. Praise God. I know you're going to get a lot out of this great information we're going to be sharing today. So grab a pen and paper, prepare to take some notes. Help me welcome to the program, John James Santangelo. Now, John, it is a blessing to have you join us today, brother. I've been looking forward to our conversation today. Oh, amen, buddy. I am so, I, just the conversation we had before we went live, it was so exciting just to be here talking with you. Thank you amen. so much, and I'm Praise honored. God. Yeah. Well, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that yeah. brief information I just shared, can you yeah. tell us in your own words, who is John James Santangelo? That's a tough question, isn't it? It really That's why is. I start with one. it right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat, because <laughs> you're, you, you know, how many people actually ever have to communicate that to anyone? Right. You know, Amen. what do you do? Who are you? What's your identity? What's your purpose? Because that's really what you're asking me. And one of the things I just did a podcast a couple of days ago, and it's really interesting. He asked for some feedback afterwards and, and he was giving me some and he, he was questioning my authenticity is what he said. He goes, I don't find you authentic. Mm. And, and man, that really hurt my feelings because it's one of the things that I really praise myself on is integrity, really integrity. And I believe you say what you mean and mean what you say. Amen. And I don't know how that could come across anything other than that, unless you're laughing while you're saying it, right? My opportunity in life, and I believe what God gave me, was the ability to help other people. And that's through being a counselor and a coach and an NLP trainer, professional speaker, and also an author. And it comes out in my books. And I I, I place I place God in my books as well. And, and you know, this is a challenge because when you're getting some of the self-development field reading this stuff and then they see something biblical or you know the word of god or even god forbid you mention jesus christ in it they immediately close the book <laughs> right Amen. that's right they don't Amen. they don't want anything to do with that so <clears throat> my job is to walk that fine line and connect both the mind and the soul together amen amen praise the lord and when you get hit like that. I, I've had some people tell me the same thing, you know, like 
Ah, you're just one of them preachers, you know. It's just like, uh, it's a you just don't get it. Yeah, you just yeah, no. It, you know? And it's 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 sad. It is that's, because that's they're the, so the, hardened to yeah, you know, yeah. That they don't trust anybody. Is basically what yeah, and that's that's what it's all about, right? Faith, amen, and believing. That's right, amen. Well, I want to start with this because it caught my attention. You started at age fifteen as a professional magician. Yeah. And I've always, my <laughs> from the time I was nine years old, I've always been fascinated with that. Profession. Really? You know, I'm nowhere near professional status, but yeah, I'm able yeah. to keep my grandkids entertained. As a matter of fact, you know, I pick up you know, some illusion packages. Sure. Sure. Work with time to time. I'll just hold them up on camera here. Real quick. Oh, That's yeah. I was reaching for, you know, penguin. I've got some. Peng I've penguin got magic. Some. Penguin I've magic. Got I've got yep. some here, you know, and yep. I, I practice and, and try. There you to, go. That's awesome. That, that caught my attention because <laughs> you know, it's not often I get to, I get to talk right? about magic tricks on a Christian podcast. There you go. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, I don't believe in black magic or anything. Well, right, I right. Know, the flip side of that coin, like a, you know, yeah. Yep. Right, there's the, you know, the right. people say, oh, it's voodoo. I'm like, oh, come on. It's really? Illusion. It's a magic it's trick. Right ahead. Amen. Right. Praise God. But, like, I'm nowhere near professional status but i can keep my grandkids entertained yeah yeah so that's how true. did this impact you and did this influence your interest in the nlp yes. line of work yes absolutely great story my dad came home i think i was i don't know 13 14 at the time my parents for whatever reason they didn't take the kids they went to knott's Berry farm out here in california and my dad bought some magic tricks in the local sh the shop there and he came home and he was so excited to show me how it was and i was just mesmerized i'm like stop it that happened right in front of me i mean sponge balls making multiply a little box and things disappear i was just blown away and from there it just the bug hit me yeah. like you right you're just like oh and again the internet wasn't around so you had to right. go to the local yeah. magic stores we snuck into the magic castle me and my friend at the time oh, 15 wow. 16 twice we snuck in it was so amazing i i, I met some of the most profound magicians there and then I really started the business around it. I did local shows. I did a big show in Las Vegas for a large company when I was 17, 18 years wow. old. Praise God. Yeah, I was really into it. And then for whatever reason, my desire waned. And I think probably because I didn't want to figure out how to build a complete business around it. And it wasn't, I don't know, maybe you could, I don't know, you could call it wasn't my calling. I right. loved it. Yeah. I loved entertaining. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Amen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. to finish that story is at high school, my parents were starting to get divorced and I was going through a lot of just frustration and hanging out with the wrong crowd, doing drugs. And at one point I had a bottle of pills in my hand thinking, oh, good. this is too frustrating. I'm going to end it all. And I heard my grandfather's voice in the back of my head, like you were just saying before, is you're better than this. And I picked myself up. I changed my environment from the people I was hanging around with. I went back to school, got my degrees. But I spent 10 years figuring out what I wanted to do. And the question I kept asking myself, like we were just talking about before, is what do I want to do for the rest of my life? That's a great question because most yeah. people, most people fall into a job because they need money. And then they get stuck in the job because they can't leave it. Exactly. Rather than finding exactly. what's they're yep. passionate about, look at yep. the same thing. And I love your story about how you found this podcast. <laughs> There's a voice in the back of your head. If you told that to normal people without knowing context, they'd go, okay, thank yep. you. Well, nice meeting you. 
Yeah. But yeah. we all I'm out of that. here. <laughs> right. But we all have that calling. We all do. And it you, you know, by the time I was 30 years old, I was going through this relationship, I was struggling again and I was so fed up and I don't know about you, but I was raised very strong Catholic and, you know, communi- uh, communion and all that and blah, blah, blah. And it just didn't do it for me. Right. I don't believe, and my mom's still Catholic and she's, you know, in the ministry and all this. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I searched the local paper for a church close by. Mm-hmm. And there was one literally around the corner, a mile away, a Christian church called Calvary. It's a very big church out here now. I walked in very distraught and frustrated and it already started. And I walked in alone. There was no one around. And the thing I was struggling with is what am I doing with my life? Uh, Honest to God, just like you were saying, I look up into the stairway and there's a banner. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. Jeremiah 29, 11. I almost fell on the floor. Oh God, I'm getting tingly. It was like God was saying, relax. Have a little faith. I will guide you. Now, it took me 10 years to figure out what I wanted to do. I knew two things. I wanted to entertain and I wanted to teach. What am I going to do with that? I I go, I go, (laughs) become a teacher, right? No, I don't want to become a teacher. I, I, I tried on different businesses. I went to different, I worked at different companies. I'm like, this is not doing it for me. And then one day it hit me, a professional speaker. I would love that. That's entertaining and being informative, communicating with people, giving them information they can use. I had the background already. So from there, I got my certification in speaking, went to Toastmasters, did all those awards and this and that, started the business around it. I Obviously, from there, that was after 1990. Tony Robbins came out in 1987. I loved what he's talking about. He talked about NLP. I started NLP, got my certifications, my master's, and then got my PhD in clinical hypnotherapy and, and sociology. And it was like I built this big business around it because we all need guidance, not just guidance. It's wonderful reading the Bible, you know, as – in Philippians 4 13, it says, I do all things through Christ. Now, here's the challenge with that. The word do, it's an action word, right? <laughs> right. It's an Amen. action word. And a lot of people think that, and I have this conversation with people all the time. Well, if I pray, God's going to take care of it. No, he's not. He'll give you the path, but you have to walk it. And that's, now we get into what I do is the mind, how the brain and the body work together. As you were asking me before, neuro-linguistic programming is the neuro part, which is the mind-body connection. There's an actual connection. Amen. Right? As we think, the body feels. And as the body feels, the mind thinks. They work in, they're synergistic, and they work in harmony with each other. It's not like up until the 1950s, the American Medical Association literally thought the body was separate from the mind, and they treat them differently. Mm. And now we know. You need to treat the mind as well as the body. In fact, my wife works Amen. in the ER as the head respiratory therapist, and she talks about that. She goes, the ones that made it through COVID, this is scary. The ones that made it through COVID were the ones that believed they were going to make it through COVID. Amen. Yeah. If they That's got right. to the point where they said, oh, my God, I got COVID, I'm going to die. Their immune system weakens, and then the, the, the antibodies, whatever you need, don't do their job, mm-hmm. and we succumb to those pressures of the mind outside. Mind matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Amen. And then you know, there's some, the, oh, go ahead. okay, good. Oh, I was going to say, some folks think that it's just hypnosis or mind control, but it's not. It, no. Can you share what 
NLP yeah. is in layman's terms for us? Yeah. And so so we talked about the neuro part, the mind mm-hmm. and the body. And then there's the the L for language. And it's it's we talk to ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. a lot of it is a lot of it for most people is really negative. How you communicate to yourself. Oh, God, I'm so stupid. Right. Or, oh, I'll never be able to do that. Oh, I don't have enough money. All those negative beliefs that compound the unconscious mind. Now, now we start to get into the brain itself. The unconscious mind is like an iceberg. 90% of it is below the surface. We don't have control over that. That controls us. The unconscious mind controls us. It. You think about this. Who Who brushes your teeth in the morning? It isn't you. You're not thinking about it. You're not like, oh, I'm going to go up and down to the... Or driving your car nowadays. You don't get in your car and go 10 and 2 and look in the rear view and make sure. No, you get in and you're putting on makeup and listening to your headphones, talking to somebody. (laughs) It's automatic. Those processes are all done habitually through the unconscious mind. So that the language part is how we communicate with ourselves and other people. And the P is for programming, which is the strategies, or I was just talking about, I call them mental recipes that we do to get things done. We have recipes Mm -hmm. for brushing our teeth. We have recipes for making love. We have recipes for reading the Bible, driving your car, eating. You know, there's recipes for everything we have in our head. Because without it, you'd have to learn that every single day. Right. Yeah. Right. Think about when you're raising your child and the the child's learning how to walk. Mm -hmm. The child falls down over and over again. You don't say, oh, come on. You're never going to get this. Look, you've been been doing this for weeks. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Right? How horrible would that be? I'm sure some parents probably even said that. You know, so we build in these habits, though, unfortunately, along the journey of life, we take those negative beliefs, which are usually passed down from our primary caretakers, our parents, and they don't mean anything negative by it. I'll give you an example. When I was eight years old, eight years old, my dad said to me, oh, my God, you're so damn lazy. Now, he didn't mean it, like mean it like you're the laziest person. I mean, He just meant it from whatever he was going through at the time. Guess what? That became a belief in my head. Because up until we're eight years old, we believe everything. We believe Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. We believe the sky is blue. We don't ask why. And so we take all these negative beliefs into adulthood and we operate from there. So now either you, what we say in NLP is we either move away from those or we move towards them. So either I become lazy or I become a workaholic. And we hopefully find most people go to an extreme, right? So now when I get calls from people, it's a matter of I'm feeling feelings I don't want to feel and I'm doing behaviors I don't want to do. That's it. And how do we change those things? Yes, prayer is good. And we just talked about that before. But if you're sitting on your butt hoping that God's going to just change for you, it's not going to happen. In fact, there's a wonderful story. I'll tell you this little cute little story. This gentleman's so excited about winning the lottery. I don't stop me if you heard this. He's so excited about winning the lottery. He says, Lord, please just let me win the lottery. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll stop this. I'll do this. I'll help. Day after day, week after week, month after Lord, please, every morning, every night, he's praying, Lord, please just let me. I, I don't I don't know what to do anymore. Let me win the lottery. God comes down and he says, Meet me halfway. Buy a ticket. <laughs> Amen. And I love that because it encapsulates how a lot of people believe God is like he's the ultimate sorcerer and wizard. He's just going to tap his magic wand and give us everything. No, it doesn't work like that. You've got to do, you've got to do, you've got to take action. 
And, and, you know, we were talking about how I started with the radio and, you know, the voice was, you need to start your own online radio. There you go. There you need need to to start. start. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, okay, make it and I'll do it. Right, right. He's like, you I already have this set up in your back start. room. The equipment's already there. I poofed it into yeah. existence. You just sit right. down and start talking. No, it doesn't work like and, that. And you know, when I first started, I had a checklist I had to follow. Okay, open this up, click this, type yep. this, click yep. this, you know, and <laughs> that recipe that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And then yeah. over the course of time, it got where I could do it automatically. Right. And then it got to the point where I could teach others how right. to do it. You know? Right. Amen. That's that's the key when you become successful is to be able to teach other people to help yeah. you. Right. Amen. You you take it to the next level. Yeah. A lot of people think that NLP, though, is a form of getting people to buy things, use the right. sales right. and marketing, right. the law of attraction and relationships yep. And, yep. and things like that. But it's used in a wide variety of things oh. that we do every day. Can you share every a few day. of those with us? Yes. It, it basically started because people ask me, how, how did it start? Well, it was from a 21-year-old mathematician and one of his professors at the University of Santa Cruz. And a, a very famous psychologist at the time named Fritz Perls had this kid, 21 years old, transcribe his therapy sessions and write them down exactly verbatim, word to word. Well, his name was Richard Bandler. And Richard said, oh my gosh, if I say these same words to someone else, I'll bet you I can get change. And he did. He started distilling out all the words that weren't really the mumbo jumbo stuff. And he started using the words as powerful control of helping people take care of their emotions so they can get to where they need to go. And then they studied from their Virginia Satir, family therapist, and, and Milton Erickson, one of the foremost hypnotherapists at the time, how people get change. Mm. That's the question. Mm. How do you change? If you're in a dire strait, if you're in a big, the biggest challenge of your life, you're going through a huge problem, how do you get out of it? That's the question. That's everybody's question. How do you get out of the quagmire and get yourself, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and say, okay, I'm ready. Yes, prayer definitely helps, but you've got to heed the prayer and you've got to do it. And so these therapists then put this together, neuro-linguistic programming, how people implement change. And then from there, Tony Robbins took it. If you know, if you know who Tony Robbins is, yep. he took the marketing aspect of it and then put it into business. And he's done amazing things, helping yeah. millions of people all over the world. And so NLP then is just a tool. That's a really all it is. It's I tell my students, it's it's just adding another tool to your tool belt. Amen. Right. A tool for change. Right. There's there's traditional counseling. There's I mean, there's some crazy stuff like rebirthing. There's hypnosis. There's NLP. There's, you know, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's so many tools we have. Mm-hmm. And the ability to utilize these tools is where your power comes from. It really is. Yeah. You've got to step out of yourself, which you, or you already know this. It's called your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If you stay within your comfort zone, you're never going to learn anything new and nothing will change. Exactly. You know, successful yeah. people always say success is outside of your comfort zone. Yep. And most people don't want to step out of their comfort zone because it hurts. Yeah. Right. You've got yeah. neg- negative beliefs going on. You have that internal language going off. I can't do it. I'm not smart enough. I'm t- too ugly. I'm too fat. I'm too pretty. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too this. Whatever that is, we we structure this world that we can't succeed. It's so sad. It really is. In fact, I was just talking about this a couple of days ago. You know the three biggest challenges in life? There's only three. Sad. Just guess. We'll, we'll talk about it. Just guess. Getting married? 
Okay, which would be under the umbrella of what? Relationships. Okay. Relationships, okay. right? Okay. okay, what's the next one? Relationships. Finances. Money. Mm -hmm. And as we get older in life, it... Death. Your health. <laughs> yes, <laughs> death. Your health. So, yes, same flip side <laughs> of that coin, right? We try to avoid death. So, relationships, money, and health. And not one of them are taught in school. True. That's right. And very few of them are taught from our parents. It's kind of like taking the the eagle out of the nest and just throwing it and hoping it flies. Yeah. You know, God's built that into most animals. But for us as human beings, we need to learn habits. We need to learn strategies. And we don't learn how to overcome those negative beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so the new book that I'm writing, in fact, I'm going to put a link in for your students for this book okay. setting goals because i believe it's so important like anything else you need to know where you're going first right it's one of the things i ask my clients yeah pretend i'm your travel agent yeah what's the first question i'm going to ask you yeah. where do you want to go where, where are you going yeah. you need right. to know before you start and then you need to know where you're starting from the next book I'm writing, if you don't know how do you know when you get there exactly <laughs> we call that evidence procedure so this new book I'm writing is called Control Your Emotions, Master Your Life, because I believe that's everything. I'll put it in one sentence. Your destiny, your future is shaped only by the decisions you make. Mm -hmm. Your decisions are then shaped by the emotional states you're in when you make those decisions. If you're in a negative state of mind, if you're like, oh, my God, I'll never do this. God's not with me. I can't do this. I failed so many times in the past. What kind of decision are you going to make? probably going to be a negative decision. But if you're in a powering decision, if you believe God is behind you, walking with you, if you believe the fact that there's people around you supporting you and you're in a powerful state, you're going to make powerful decisions. Learn to control this mechanism. The Lord gave it to you for a reason. Use it. We've never learned to use it. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Right? Most, most people hearing this right now, they never thought they had been exposed to NLP in those examples, but you know, let's yes, say they have though weight loss or leadership yes. skills or coaching programs. How yes. does NLP, how does that, let's just use weight loss. How's it yeah. like with weight? Oh, loss? A perfect example. I was in the fitness industry for 25 years after I was a magician. I loved that business. I loved helping again. I loved teaching, right? That's part of it. I tell, I used to tell my clients, look at, you want to lose weight? I can put you on the Krispy Kreme diet and you can lose weight. <laughs> it's not what you eat. It's how much you eat. <laughs> That's the challenge. Now, obviously, you're not going to get quality health from eating donuts every day. Right. But if I say well, to you as a cop, I'd be interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where all the donut shops were locally. That's not funny. That's a, that's a, that's a, no, my brother-in-law is a sheriff and so is my nephew. I love those guys. Yeah, that's a great joke though, for sure. The, the, he, he hates when I say that though. It's so, I love it. Oh, I love it. So, you know, coming back to that, it's it, success is basically, as you were saying before, I loved your, oh, your story was so powerful about how you started podcasting. Success is modeling. And that's what NLP is all about. Modeling Amen. what somebody Amen. else has already done. You, Amen. you want to lose you weight? Yep. Don't go to somebody that's trying to lose weight. Go to somebody that lost the 10 or 20 or 50 pounds and ask them what they did. Mm -hmm. You don't go to a smoker that's still smoking that wants to quit and ask him how he's doing. Right. You go to the smoker that's been you know, smokeless for 20 years, Yeah. right? You want to build a business? You want to start a podcast? Go learn from somebody like Pastor Bob here. 
that that's the key to success. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. God will open up the path for you. You've got to take it. Go model what's already working. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're out of time for today's portion of this great interview with John James Santangelo. Now, <laughs> I know you're getting a lot of information out of this interview, but I'm just enjoying myself talking. He's a great guy. And, you know, NLP has been around a while, and it's gotten a bad rap. And I'm so glad that, that he's on here setting us straight about what this really means. You know, a lot of people think that it's mind control and a form of hypnotism and getting people to do what they don't really want to do but you convince them to do it 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 can't be farther from the truth and i'm glad he's on here setting this straight i hope you're getting a lot of value out of this interview today but this is just part one we're coming right back here in part two in the very next episode because he's not done yet he this is a deep dive on nlp and i hope you enjoy this until next time it's pastor bob Ryan. be blessed in all that you do Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.